Welcome to the Dressage with Amelia podcast, where it's all about breaking things down and helping you learn to love your ride. I'm your host, Amelia Newcomb. These sessions are recordings from my Facebook Live, where I answer as many questions as I can from my audience. I hope you enjoy this episode where I answer your questions about dressage. Please help me out and share this with a friend who also rides horses. Hey, we are three minutes early tonight because it's a special night. Um, first and foremost, Joellen is here. Hi, everyone. We are in Chicago, so that is our RV behind us. And the horses are like a five-minute walk away, which is awesome. It's like living with my horse, which I just really love. And it's my birthday. It's it been is. a really nice day. Uh, this morning I got up, I went and took care of the horses, <laughs> rode Harvey and Kensington just like super lightly, and then worked on my computer, went back to the barn. Joellen made me some delicious curry for dinner. Her favorite meal. Yes. <laughs> so curry. that was very, very nice. I know that you guys have a lot of questions. So if you have questions, about Chicago or the show coming up, let me know in the chat. I will do my best to answer them. Another important announcement is about World Cup. Joellen is organizing a group of us to sit together for World Cup. What section are we sitting in? Wait, I wasn't ready for oh, that. She's okay. not ready. We're in section 213. Okay, section row B. Section 213. We're sitting in the cheap seats. But there's a link on Facebook where you can sign up. If you use code Amelia, you get 10% off. And we're going to have like a whole section sitting together. The other sections are 108, 109, and 206. And those sections are more expensive. They're on this side. We're on the end. And we'll mingle around. And we're also, I'm talking Amelia into this, we're having a reception on Thursday. We don't know the time yet. It will likely be in the Marriott. And we'll talk to everybody. And Amelia and Herman and myself and Nicole are going to be there. Yes. So that's like next year. <laughs> Speaking of right now, so we are in Chicago. Harvey and Kensington got here yesterday morning. So they left California on Wednesday evening. And it, it, it actually worked out really good. So there were, it was a big trailer and they had three box stalls. So they each had like kind of a box stall. They were free in there. So they were able to put their head down. They could turn around and move a little bit. And they had food and water the whole time. So I think they traveled pretty well. Really well. Um, Harvey maybe lost like a little bit of weight and, um, you know, it's, it's a long journey, but I think overall they did really well. I'm really happy. They didn't have any temperatures and they're all eating fine and everything's good. So I was very relieved. I don't think I slept like when they were on the trailer, I was just laying there in bed, like praying that they got here. Okay. Cause it's, it's scary. You know, it's like, they're like my children, my little babies. So anyways, they got here fine. And then today I just hand walked them. And then I did like a 20 minute just walk and like a little bit. Kensington, I didn't even canter. I just trotted him. Harvey is pretty wound up and fresh. And so I'm trying to balance like I don't want him to overexert himself and be suit like fall into that hole. 
by the show because we don't show until next Friday. So we're here for like a whole week before we even show. So I don't want to overdo it, but you know, they're a little bit antsy and excited and they need to get out. So we're trying to balance all of that. And what else? What are my tips for traveling your horses? Um, <laughs> electrolytes. I think I gave them like a lot of electrolytes and a mash before they left. That's always super important. Um, another tip is take their temperatures when they get here because it, if their temperature is elevated, then that's a sign that maybe they're sick or haven't drank enough and you need to really be aware of that. I took their temperatures and I was here before Amelia, so I drove, so I had a little more ability to beat the truck. And they were pretty wound up. The Often when you meet the truckers, they're not quite so sure about your horse. So <laughs> I actually unloaded Harvey and Kensington and I made them wait because I didn't want them separated because they get really antsy if one of the horses walks off. So that helped and their temperatures were 99.5, both Harvey and Kensington. The third horse, there was a third horse that I helped with that was 100.3. Yeah. So they all traveled well, but definitely like Joellen said, you have to kind of know your horse's temperament wise. That's really important. And ground manners are really important, <laughs> but Harvey is like way more amped up and anxious than Kensington. Like Kensington's really sensitive, but he's more of an internalizer where he just like stand there and be like frozen and Harvey will like spin around and like freak out. So um, I told Joelle and I was like, please take Harvey off first because you always want to unload the one that's like more nervous first and then unload the more calm one first. Like in general, if you have two horses, put the calmest one in first and take the calmest one out last. That's just like a good general tip. Um, someone asked, are there any paddocks for turnout or only hand walk? So yeah, it's only hand walk. There's like a place that you can lunge but I'm definitely going to be getting lots of exercise this week, walking the horses around the property, which I enjoy. It's like a really big property. The weather has been fantastic so far. Like today was perfect. It was like maybe 80, 79. It was nicer than it's been in California. So I'm definitely enjoying the weather. And this week I'm planning on just riding and training. Christine Traurig's gonna be here. She's gonna help me a little bit. And then Herman's going to fly in next Thursday night and he'll be here for the show weekend. So that is um, super excited. Sarah Beth, are you allowed to use a Meprazole? Um, so yes, you can. I use GastroGuard and you can use GastroGuard. Oh, hi, Amy. Amy says it was 85. So thank you. Huge shout out to Amy. She came by and brought us like a wheelbarrow, pitchfork, bicycles, which is like super Bands. helpful because when you come all the way from California, it's hard to like bring everything. You want to pack somewhat light, like you can't bring your entire horse trailer. Um, so a big shout out to Amy and thank you to everyone who supported us on the GoFundMe. That's super helpful because it's like crazy expensive how to get horses here from Chicago and 
I own them both myself, which is nice because I get to make all of the decisions about them. But when it comes like showtime, then it just it gets super expensive. So I'm really grateful to all of you guys for your support um, of that. Joellen has to go get her dog. Show everyone your dog. My mom has the cutest little corgi ever. Come on, come on, Felicity. Come on, girl. Come here, Felicity. Come here. The neighbors come, came back. Say hi. Come here. Say hi to everyone. <laughs> Let me know in the chat if you guys have a dog, what kind of dog you have. I think she's camera shy. She doesn't want to go on camera. Hi, Felicity. <laughs> And because she's a ranch dog, I don't have tags for her. So you just put duct tape with her name and phone number. <laughs> yeah, number. ghetto. I think I think yeah. ghetto ghetto is our yeah. middle name. I like didn't bring a stall a stall guard yeah. for Harvey, and so I like made this ghetto one out of some rubber that I found. So yes, ghetto is um, our middle name. Yes. <laughs> okay. On a more serious note, what else do we want to talk about? Um, we've been working really hard. We have like super exciting stuff coming up for all of you guys next month. So stay tuned for September. We have a really exciting challenge coming up, which is something new. We haven't done a challenge before. And so I think it's going to be really fun. I'm like super excited to get everyone motivated about this last like big push to train your horse before winter comes. Um, so and I'm proofing it. We're oh, proofing it don't right show now. Them. It's top secret. <laughs> it's so exciting. So, yeah. It's such a cool program. I'm really thrilled with it. I'm, I can't say too much, <laughs> but it really combines some of the things Amelia knows from her Western training and dressage training to do some major work and fix your horse. So I'm very, very, very excited about it. Yes. Okay, let's see. Someone says they have three Border Collies, a Great Pyrenees. Those I are those big white, white dogs. dogs. Oh, no. Emma oh, says my dog I'm died. I'm so sorry, Emma. That's so sad. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. I mean, these animals like horses and dogs, they're such a part of your family. And, you know, it's it's really hard when you when you lose them. I'm Turkey. Um, I spent a little time in Turkey. There's somebody, Trisha, who says she has a street dog from Turkey. I lived there when I was really a tiny little girl outside of Istanbul. Yes, because your father was in the military. Yes. 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 So, um, okay, the show schedule. So I don't show until next Friday and Sunday. <laughs> Both of my rides with Kensington and Harvey are on next Friday and next Sunday. The times are not posted anywhere, but they will be live streamed on USEF network. And we'll post all those links as it gets closer, but we really don't know the schedule yet. We'll be sure to keep you guys updated as much as possible. Um, someone asks, is Levi here? No, Levi isn't here and Levi, I was talking to my husband and he said, Levi's like looking around and trying to, um, to find me at home, which is sad. So, um, Kareen, is this my camper? No, we rented this. <laughs> There's this thing called RV share. And I really like to stay at the horse show grounds if possible. So the people came and they dropped it off. It's like Airbnb for RVs. <laughs> and so it's great. I have a bike and I can just ride over to the barn because like after this, I'm going to go do night check and 
tuck the boys in, which I love doing. It's and really nice. I get to cook for you and make smoothies. We always have to have a blender. <laughs> That's good. Oh gosh, Sarah's asking what makes me laugh and where am I ticklish? Um, my feet are ticklish. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, yeah, C. Lynn says, I just found you. Yay, glad you guys. Welcome all of our, we've had a ton of new members and new yeah. viewers lately, yeah. which is super exciting. So if you're new here, welcome. I have a few questions from Patreon. We have a bunch of new members on Patreon this week, and I have some questions from them. So this is a good one from Autumn. When cantering, the outside leg goes slightly behind the girth. After your horse starts cantering, should you keep it there or move it back to sitting at the girth? I recently saw a video someone shared, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So this is a really good question. When you ask your horse to canter, inside leg at the girth, outside leg behind the girth, you do want to keep your outside leg slightly behind the girth. That's really important for if you have a horse that knows flying changes and you bring your outside leg forward, the horse is going to think that you want a flying change. <laughs> that said, you shouldn't be like clamping and squeezing super hard with your outside leg all the time because... Part of what we work on in dressage is like less is more. So, you know, your legs should be slightly behind the girth, but not clamping. Uh, the end of that question is, do you keep asking for the canner by having your leg back? And I kind of think you ask for the canner and then you relax. And it's really important to relax in the canner. And then if you feel like your horse is going to break, you ask again with the canner aid. So you just kind of press your legs in a little bit and then relax. But it's a relaxation that tells them that they're in the right gait and doing the right thing. But it's the position that keeps them in the canner. Yeah. So you relax your leg aid, but you keep your outside leg slightly behind the girth. It just doesn't necessarily need to be like have pressure. Like your spur shouldn't be in the horse's side all the time. Okay, Margaret, another one of our Patreon supporters. My horse is training the flying changes. Right to left is no problem, but left to right is a bit sticky. Usually he's late behind by one step. We've been training the changes for about six months now. It would be great to hear your input. So if your horse is late in the flying change, like say if they're late on the right lead canner flying change, you want to go back and do a bunch of walk canner, walk canner, walk canner on that right lead and make sure that the first canner stride is really quick and jumpy. And so that you really are getting activity in the hind leg. And then that's going to help take into your flying change. So I would go back to walk canner, walk canner. Then when you do go to do the flying change, you have to think about making the canner really excited before you ask for the change and almost think about only asking the hind leg to change, like make the hind leg change only. I have a question about that because when I like watch or help with flying changes, it's interesting to me. It's always easier for the horse to change to the canner or lead. That's their yeah. favorite lead. Yeah. Why is that? Because it's their favorite lead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Like if your horse prefers the left lead, it's easier to get the change to the left because your horse would rather be on the left lead. So that's something when you're preparing for the flying changes, 
that you want to try to get the leads more even. Like you need to improve the weaker lead. Otherwise, you're going to have trouble with that flying chain. Like ding, ding, ding. Does that have to do with the hollow side and the stiff side? I get to ask all my questions here. <laughs> yes, it does. It does. Yeah, it definitely does. Although sometimes like if your horse is stiff to the right, sometimes it's easier to get the right change because they fall right. So it can be, oh. it can be more complicated than just that. But yeah, in general, they, they prefer to change to the lead they're more comfortable on. Um, oh, that's a good comment. From Corrine. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of turn on the forehand to help with the hollowing out in the canter. Yes. Turn on the forehand yeah. is a really good suppleness exercise, engagement exercise, and absolutely it will help with your horse staying round in the canter. Um, okay. Um, yes, I don't start showing until next Friday. Um, Joellen, you wanted to say something about, Joellen's <laughs> been helping me out with our monthly program strides. And she admitted that she finally actually did the exercises <laughs> this month. And she noticed a difference in her riding. So what did you observe when you listened to me? Well, um, in strides, there were like four or five groundwork exercises. <laughs> and then there were walk trot, walk, trot, canter, trot exercises. And what I discovered is that I actually did them in sequential order several days in a row. And it made me feel like I was actually training my horse, like when I watch Amelia ride a horse, because there was this sequence that got harder. And it, it just made me feel more accomplished. Like I was actually doing something that's, you know, I ride alone on a ranch and it was super, I was like, oh man, I guess I should do this every month. Yes. <laughs> having structure and having exercises is always a good idea. And, um, and that's part of what, you know, I try to give you guys in the programs is give you that sequence, give you that structure because you know, if you haven't trained hundreds and hundreds of horses, you just don't know, like you don't know what you don't know. And since I've ridden and trained so many horses, I know exactly how to break things down. And then one thing about training is repetition. Like that's how horses learn. They, they don't have a frontal lobe where they can like process complicated things. But if you give the aid and repeat, like aid, repeat, aid, and just repeat over and over again, day after day, they do get it. So there's like so many bugs out here. We were debating <laughs> doing it inside. There's like literally a thousand flies inside our camper. And I think there's mosquitoes out here. So <laughs> I'm probably going to regret this tomorrow. Um, okay. Another question from Tiffany, how to introduce spurs um huh. okay this is a good question so the thing with spurs is that there's a lot of different tones to spurs so if you're introducing spurs i would recommend getting very small blunt spurs so that they're very soft you don't want to get like these super long um sharp spurs like so if they have a rounded end and they're very short that's mild if they're very long and they're like chopped off and they have kind of sharp edges or if they have rowels, that's sharper to your horse. So start off with something super small. You can also put the spur lower on your heel so that you don't um, come into contact with your horse's 
side as much. And then definitely you want to be in control of your leg position. So you want to have the correct leg position with your heels down, your toes pointing forward. The idea is that when you have spurs on, your spur is an auxiliary aid. So you want to use your leg first without the spur. And then if your horse doesn't listen to your leg without the spur, then you use your spur. Otherwise, you're just teaching your horse to be dull to your spur. Do you remember, Amelia, when you were in a clinic here in, Colo in Colorado and Stefan Peters came and he took his spurs off and he made you put those spurs on because you needed a little more ammunition, he said, to get Geronimo going. <laughs> so you rode with Stefan's spurs one time and they were longer and had the blunt end. I don't remember that. Oh, I do. Yeah. Huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's a question from someone on Facebook. We can't see your name. With repetition, do you feel you can train your horse to stop <laughs> bolting when anxious? Okay. This is a really good question actually. And this is the thing about horses is horses are flight animals. So their instinct when they are afraid is to run away. And you're never going to take that instinct out of your horse because that's what keeps them safe. Like that's what they were born with. But what you can do is you can train them so that when that instinct comes up, they'll listen to your aids instead of follow the instinct. So if you have a horse that bolts, you have to teach the horse to bend starting on the ground, like teach your horse to bend, teach them the one rein stop. Um, you have to instill aids in them before they bolt. So you can't wait until they bolt and then try to teach them to turn and bend. You need to teach them that before they bolt. And so you're never going to completely take it out of your horse. Like all horses, uh, it always makes me crazy when like someone is looking to buy a horse and they say, well, does the horse bolt? Does the horse buck? Does the horse rear? And you're like, yes, it's a horse. It does all of those things. Now, is the horse trained and do you have tools that you can use when the horse goes to do that? Um, that is something different. So yes, that is what we do with training is we teach our horse aids so that they don't have to bolt and do all of those things. Okay, Shari, any updates on the World Cup tickets? Yes, we gave one at the beginning. And I'm going to try and cut and paste it into the Oh, Joellen's trying to paste it over there right now. So we do, I think it's through the end of August that you get a 10% discount if you sign up with code Amelia. If you're on my email list, we send it out in an email this week. So this week's email and YouTube video was about the leg yield. Let me know if you watched the leg yield video. Let me know in the comments. If you weight your inside seat bone or your outside seat bone more in the leg yield. This is a test if you guys watched my video. And what did I tell you? Which seat bone do you weight more in the leg yield? This was like a highly debated topic. So <laughs> we'll see who watched um, we'll see who watched my YouTube video. Oh, Amy says that she practiced her one rain stops today uh, just for you. <laughs> so um, Penny says, yes, inside seat bone, even. Yes. Okay. You guys are right. So in the leg yield, 
a little more weight on your inside seat bone, but mostly even. Oh, there you go. So I did it. She did it. There's the code <laughs> for you guys watching on Facebook. If you're on YouTube, um, I'm sorry. But if you're on Facebook, there's the code to buy tickets to the World Cup. That's going to be next spring. I really hope Glamourdale is going to be there. There's going to be some awesome horses and awesome riders. So it's going to be super fun. Um, Karen says, yes, I watched the video. I keep my weight centered. Annette says, inside seat bone, um, weight inside and leg. Good. I'm glad you guys are watching my videos. Like I said, we have a lot of good ones coming up. And do we have anything else to talk about tonight? I can't find it on YouTube. Oh, it's okay. okay. Let me see on my list. Did we remember everything? Um, I think we remembered everything. I'm going to be doing some more lives throughout this week. I want to do one for you guys on equipment. I want to do one at the barn. We didn't do it. We were going to do it at the barn, but there was like too much like people still moving in and we want to be respectful of the other riders and the other horses tonight. But we will do some lives as we go through the week. And yeah, thank you guys all so much. Um, I'm getting eaten alive by flies. <laughs> I'm super grateful to all of you guys, to my mom for being here and to my horses. So. And there's a question there. We are going to do some events at the World Cup because there's going to be a lot of us there and it'll be good to see Amelia and Herman and talk about what's happening at the World Cup. Yes. So, so that's a ways away, but I like to plan like the next day. Some people plan way more in advance <laughs> than me. I'm not a good planner. So, all right, everyone, have a wonderful evening and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for all of your awesome questions. And I hope you learned something new from listening. If you're new to the podcast and you'd like a question answered on a future one, get on touch on Facebook through Amelia's Dressage Club, Instagram at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, or YouTube at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, and mark the question for the live sessions. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please share it, review it, and tune in again next week. Thanks so much and happy riding.